Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode number nine of season four of the In the Weeds podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co-founder, and I'm joined by... Jeff Bell, Mindscape's COO. Thanks everyone for joining us today. We don't have uh, a third guest with us. Uh, it'll just be the Pete and Jeff show today. So you get to hear our wonderful voices. Um, we are uh, in episode or uh, part three of our four part series on four steps to a profitable e-commerce. And today we're going to be focusing on driving traffic. So we've talked about uh, building the website thus far, and now we're talking about uh, driving traffic to it. So, Pete, you've been doing this for a while, but uh, what's uh, your philosophy for generating traffic or attention to your website? All right, yeah, that's that's a good question. I think um, I probably need to provide a little bit of context just just to kind of answer that question. Um, but first things first. At Mindscape, we've been doing this for a long time. It's been about 20 years. And, and if anyone listens to the podcast normally, a lot of the stuff I'm going to tell you is pretty consistent with what you've heard before. Um, but, you know, we've been doing it for a really long time. And we have realized that there's really two things that you need to be able to be successful online. And those things are traffic and conversions, right? But it's really important to address those things in the proper order. Because if you end up saying, all right, I need more leads, I need more e-commerce sales, so I'm just gonna turn on the traffic faucet. That works really well if your website is set up in a way to be able to convert it. So if you followed the first couple episode or first couple episodes within this series, you may have already addressed that and now you're just getting to that part, but I just want you to understand. It's very important to make sure you've got a website that delivers a good experience and is set up in a way to be able to convert the traffic that you're receiving before you focus on generating a lot of attention. The reason that you need to do that is because if you drive people into a negative experience, the likelihood that six months later they're gonna go, oh, I remember that company. I think I wanna go back and see if they got their stuff together because it was a horrible experience last time. The likelihood of that happening is zero, and it's more likely that if they see your brand name or something like that, yeah, and it, when someone brings it up, they may not go back to your website at all. So that's sure, very yeah. important. Um, but you know, when you're so so, my philosophy really is when you're thinking about attention. First of all, you want to focus your attention gathering tactics on getting people to the website that don't know that you exist. The people sure. that know you exist can find you. Yeah, really easy, right? Uh, but the people that don't know that you exist, those are the ones that you want to get in front of. So if you're going to generate attention, you need to really deeply understand the problem set that they're facing. You need to understand the, the, the other problems that they're dealing with that might not even be related to the solution that you've got. And you want to be able to create content that's going to be helpful and educational that's going to attract them to the site as they're out there on their mission to solve their problem and get the information that they're seeking. Make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a lot of this, you know, sounds like with improving traffic, we're doing uh, SEO, probably some some paid search efforts, or even some some advertising, some some digital advertising. Um, a lot of people, and in our DNA really is in SEO. So 
what are some important elements to consider when you're developing an SEO plan? Okay. Yeah. Good point, Jeff. There, uh, obviously that first question was more on philosophy and not necessarily on, on area of focus, but, but every organization out there truly needs to focus on search engine optimization. Um, I mean, when you look at the numbers, I think the latest numbers that I've seen are 93% of all buying decisions start with someone visiting the search engines and typing in the pain that they're experiencing and looking for a solution. So we've got to make sure that we put in the efforts that you need to put in to be able to, um, to, to attract those people because that's what's going to keep your organization relevant and that's what's going to keep you coming up in those natural rankings because not everybody clicks on paid ads and not everybody is going to click on something or a, an offer that they see in the social channels or anything like that. And, and more particularly, no, not many people, if any, are going to click on display ads, right? So sure, we've, and those got are... to make, yeah, we've got to make sure that we're paying attention to that SEO plan. Now, right. A lot of those other tactics that you mentioned, you know, display ads and that type of stuff, great for awareness. Like, absolutely. You just want you to put your logo out there and let people see you. So like when they have a problem, they search you. Great. But you're solving for two different sides of the same coin. Like one is, you know, when I have a problem, you want, uh, you want me to think of you. And the other is when I, you're creating content so that when I do have that problem, I not only think of you, but then you are appear back to me again with an answer to my problem that I have. <laughs> and right. I go, Oh yeah, I saw that. In, I saw an ad on Facebook about this company. Now I have this problem. Now they're here in Google where I searched sweet. I'm going to see what they have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and so when you, when you think about SEO and, and the elements, frankly, there's three things that you really need to focus on from a search engine optimization standpoint or three main elements. The first one is technical, right? There's about 208 different elements that are evaluated when the search engines are going through their crunching to determine what search results they're going to uh, display, right? Or, or where you're going to end up in the search results or even if you are at all. So that, that, that's pretty easy commoditized stuff. There's tools out there that exist. You can plug in a domain name, press a button, go get a cup of coffee, come back 15 minutes later and have a report that lays out all of the different technical elements that you can address to be able to improve your SEO. And so, by technical, you, just as a point of clarification, you're just meaning like basically things to do with the code on your website. Absolutely, yeah, on-page elements, yeah. like page titles, URLs, different things like that, image alt text, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So we wanna make sure that we're paying attention to those technical elements, the on-page elements, and even some off-page elements, right? But but that's the that's the first thing. The next thing that the next element that's extremely important to be able to support the technical aspect is content to be able to support that. Um, so the the reason that Google has actually, I I think the most uh, recent stat I saw was close to ninety percent of market share here in the United States. The reason that so many people depend on Google for answers and I mean, it's become a verb, right? Like we got to go Google it. And, uh, right. and, and the reason that, that people have done that is because Google does a really good job of gaining our confidence that when we type something into the search engines or their search engine, we're going to get the right result, right? So they, they pay really close attention to that. So if you think about that, the content that you're creating to be able to support 
or answer the question that they're asking, the more dense that content is and the more you can showcase your expertise, your knowledge and your understanding of that particular theme or that particular topic through a density of content on your website, the more likely that Google and the other search engines are gonna look like at you as a relevant source or a relevant expert in that particular area and they're gonna reward you, right? So, so that's the second element that you need to pay attention to. So yes, we have to make sure that technically it's laid out properly on the website, but we need to make sure there's enough content there to be able to support that and showcase your expertise. But then the last element, but probably the most important element that you need to pay attention to is your content distribution. You know, Jeff said this, I think on uh, yesterday's episode, but build it and they will come does not happen. And we say that all the time around here. It, it's not field of dreams. When you build content, you need to be able to let people know what's out there and distribute it. And you need to be able to create compelling enough content to where other people on other websites that exist out there in the world find your information, your content valuable enough to where they want to create a link and point it back to your website. Because those on-page, or, or excuse me, the, the inbound links are viewed as votes of confidence by the search engines. And the more of those that you get from relevant, highly credible websites and sources, the better you're gonna be appearing in the search engines. So you've got to make sure that you're distributing that content effectively. Right, yeah, no, all great points there. So technical content, or uh, technical, period, uh, content, period, and distribution, all important parts of, of an SEO plan. So uh, take care of the foundation, basically, with technical. Um, kind of build upon that and, and answer questions, provide relevant uh, opportunities for uh, to get in front of people through searches. And what do we all search for? Answers to our problems. <laughs> and, uh, and then make sure to distribute appropriately. So uh, all good points uh, of an SEO plan. So finally here, what tips do you have to expand the size of your digital footprint? So, you know, every website has some sort of, um, you know, awareness in the market, whether that's a tiny little bit or, or really large. And obviously, um, you know, the more lines we have in the water, the bigger that footprint and the more chances we have to, to be found. So what are some tips you have to expand the size of that digital footprint? Yeah, and that, that's a really good thing. And this really is like hand in glove with um, generating those inbound links and the content distribution strategy. But, but if you just think about it logically, I'm sure anybody, you know, like if, if you want, if you've got a product or service that you want to sell and you've got a specific constituency out there that's going to like it or, or a potential customer that's going to want to consume your product or service, the trick is, be, being where they're at so that they're aware of your of your product or service right so we re, when you say expand the size of your digital footprint that means like the bigger our digital footprint is out there on the internet the higher the likelihood is that we're going that that somebody that we want to connect with is going to come across that content so we want to take our put on our sleuth hat and start to figure out on a day-to-day -day basis where do these people hang out online where do they go to be able to search and get answers? Where do they go to be able to talk with other people who have similar problems and all of that stuff? So, And when you say, where do these people go? You're talking about uh, buyer personas, right? Absolutely. The, your yep, target yep. market. Yeah, the persona that they're looking to reach. We want to right. make sure that we know where they're, where they're hanging out. So what you're saying is there's content opportunities that exist that don't exist primarily just on a website. 
Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I could go through and give you my fishing analogy for, for, for the entire, uh, how, how we can wrap up all of the complexity in digital marketing back to a fishing boat analogy, but I won't do that. Okay. But, all right. But, but when, the- you, when you think about this content that we're going to be expanding our digital footprint with, you can essentially look at it as bait, right? It's bait for fish. And we want to make sure that we put that bait in the parts of the lake or the pond or the river or wherever we're fishing that the type of fish that we want to catch are. And so that's really what I'm talking about. So, so we need to make sure that we're, we know where they're hanging out, AKA consuming content that's relevant to them. And, and there's a number of different areas where you can do that. Number one is blogs. Um, typically if you think about, you know, if, if you're going through the, uh, if you're in the awareness stage and you've got some symptom or pain that you're experiencing, and you go to the search engines and you say, uh, in our instance, why is my website not generating any leads, right? That's the pain that you're experiencing. You're essentially typing that pain into the search engines and then you get back a result. And the likelihood that the result to solve that pain is gonna be in a blog is very, very likely. Right. So, so you can find those blogs where there's a density of personas that you're trying to reach that are consuming that content. And you can not only create content and place it within those blogs if an opportunity exists, or at least try to create an opportunity to be able to do that, or you can participate in commenting on that blog and leaving helpful, relevant comments there, or you can just be voyeuristic and pay attention to what other authors are writing within that blog and take some cues from that and then, and then take that, the cues and then morph that into content that you're creating in your own blog. There's also industry publications. There's association websites. I mean, there's an association of associations. So their associations exist for almost every constituency out there. And that's an important thing to think about because if I go to an association website and it's got a density of, of uh, uh, say marketing directors, I'm going to be able to quickly assess what the top problems are that they're facing because all of these different association websites are all going to be talking about those same problems. So it gives me some clues on what type of bait I can create that's actually, you know, compelling and interesting to the people that we're trying to reach. So yeah, so we've got industry publications, association websites, there's video platforms out there. I mean, you can go to YouTube in about five minutes and solve almost any problem that you have. So why not create content? Other people are doing that. In fact, you can you can really kind of cheat the system a little bit if you've got an industry that's not that forward thinking as far as digital marketing goes and you identify that there's this question that's asked frequently now what you can do is create a video that's optimized for that specific question and if you ever notice in the search rankings you'll have like website results but then you'll also have video results and different things like that if there's no other videos out there optimized for that specific question you may find your video showing up right away and that's a really effective and compelling way to be able to connect with another human being and get them interested in either getting more content or moving to the next step yeah absolutely i think video is something that um you know, scares a lot of people off still today, even though we have, you know, these devices that um, are real easy to make videos on. But, um, but some of the best and most helpful content that I've received recently was, you know, I was retiling my bathroom floor and it was like, well, I don't know how to do this. So how do I do this? And I found like tile companies where the tile guy was, it was literally like, there's another guy 
filming the guy in the kitchen laying tile. But that was exactly what I needed, right? It wasn't overly produced. There was no like big logo and, you know, musical intro and credits. And like, it was just, it was shot on a cell phone and put on YouTube and I found it. And it was, it was fantastic content. It was exactly what I was looking for. So I think, you know, video doesn't have to be this highly overly produced thing to be valuable. Right, exactly. Because it's about the content. It's about the message. It's about the educational value and all yeah. of that, right? Yeah. So an, an, another great way to expand your digital footprint is to actively participate in valuable social media content, right? Not just promoting your stuff, but engaging and asking questions and inquiring with the personas that you reach on what type of stuff you could create or what type of questions they have that you could answer and actually create a relationship, a dialogue online within your social channels where you can discover that and where you can show your willingness to help and assist and create that type of stuff. Um, also social media is, I mean, everybody's on it. And, and for those naysayers out there who are thinking, no, I don't use social media or whatever, whatever, man. Like my mom is in her seventies or early seventies and hates social media primarily because she doesn't want to see what I'm going to post or my sister's going to post. But even she has got some social channels that she's or integrated with, right? That she starts to use. So I think the, if people aren't on social media uh, and you can't reach them via that channel, that's okay. There's, there's some reasons for that, which we won't get into just because I don't want to offend anybody. Uh, but anyway, it's so yeah, social media is a great way to expand that digital footprint. And it gives you the opportunity to take, take advantage of timeliness, what's happening in the market, do you want to give an opinion on a, some breaking news story that's relevant to your industry or your segment? Because if you do that at the right time, it may create another opportunity for a media source to reach out and then pick up an article. And now you're in mainstream. So sure, yeah. lots of different ways to do that. But the more like I would never, ever turn down an opportunity to be able to create content. And if you don't do that consistently, you absolutely should. Otherwise, you're just not doing it to your own detriment. Right. All right. <laughs> well, that's a good place for us to end this uh, episode. So uh, thanks everyone for joining us today. Again, where we were, this is ep or, uh, part three of our four-part series of four steps to profitable e-commerce. Uh, today, we went in the weeds on three points again. Uh, Pete explained first the philosophy for generating attention for your website. We talked about improving traffic and conversions. Uh, we went into uh, some important elements to consider when developing an SEO plan. We talked about um, technical, kind of the code of your website and getting a, a solid foundation there, uh, creating proper content, and then making sure it gets to the right places. And then uh, some tips there for expanding the size of your digital footprint. So uh, Pete, thanks for your expertise and uh, taking some time to share your thoughts and, uh, and uh, experience with everybody. And uh, how do people find out more about us? All right. Well, you can head on over to our website at wearemindscape.com forward slash in the weeds to see a list of past episodes uh, to make sure that you listen to them all. Uh, again, this is our uh, fourth season. So uh, pretty soon we're going to have 40 episodes out there. So good stuff. You can also visit our social channels at the profile We Are Mindscape and use the hashtag in the weeds podcast to propose any questions or any future topics that you'd like us to cover. Or you can just go ahead and send us an email at in the weeds at we But thanks a lot for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one. Bye everyone.